Okay, so brand new show, brand new improv, uh, improv coming to you through Insprado Projecto Radio. So here, what's so funny about that? Welcome to Insperado Projecto Podcast. That's what you're listening to now Yeah, that's what you're listening to right now Inspirado Projecto Wow Wow, 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 wowzers It's 2018, the cusp of 2019 This is the very last day of 2018 Very last day this podcast, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if the piece you're listening to right now is going to be a piece of a uh, podcast from what happens throughout the night, or if it's just a uh, if it's going to be, you know, its own thing, and then we'll have the New Year's podcast its own thing. Oh God. It's so good. All I know is I'm drinking this coffee, this delicious coffee that was given to me. Called Regular Blend Pea. Roasted exclusively by Trinidad. Trinidad Signature Coffee. Wowzers, man. This is so, so good. So good. So good. So good. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's see. How many scoops? Did I put five? Five scoops into the French press. This is a thermos I'm drinking out of. This is the thermos that Josh got for me. And it's got the uh, Owl Cave insignia on it. Wowzers. 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 Here's the Dali book. You guys heard in the other podcast I was talking about when I walked into the Tashin bookstore. The interesting thing is this book is from Rizali, Rizali, New York. However, it still has on the cover the... Let's see, what is it? What do we call it? What was it? Uh, Awakening from a Dream. Interrupted by a bee buzzing around a pomegranate. I believe something like that. Nineteen eighty two Ediciones Poligrafa Wow. I'm gonna read to you just a smidge. Pick a year, pick a year. Let's pick nineteen forty four. Put that together, that's infinity. Four and four. 1944, his theatrical activities are now greatly intensified, and among works of his actually staged are The Chinitas Cafe, Sentimental Colloquy, based on a poem by, by Verlaine, and Mad Tristan. He starts work on illustrations for many books, among them Maurice Sandow's Memoir Fantastique and his own Hidden Faces. He paints dream caused by the flight of a bee around a pomegranate a second before awakening. Holy moly, you guys. This is nuts. This is nuts. This is crazy, crazy, crazy. And yet completely par for the course. You just, oh, God. You just witnessed a beautiful, a beautiful moment of Usu right there. The title is, the title, I, that is the title of 
the painting that's on the cover of this book that I mentioned uh, in an episode when my mom was in town and I was walking, I walk into the Tash and Art bookstore. That's where we got the free, this free book, Murals of Tibet, Tash and it was in there, in the book, inside the book about the Surrealists. They've been on my brain a lot lately. A book about the Surrealists. And in it, it showed a big print of the exact same print that is on this specific Dali book. That's the whole point why I wanted to read out of this I've never read this particular section. Apparently, they're going through all the years of Dali. And uh, I love it. Universe just gives me this answer. I love it. I love it, man. Oh, I love it. Dali, the only difference. You know, this is what's interesting. I've been thinking about because I was watching F, F for Fake, the Orson Welles movie that Gary Graver, my buddy Gary Graver, uh, did the camera work for. You could see a lot of what Orson Welles was doing during this time, I see elements of the trial in F for Fake. I see uh, Kodar. Kodar is in it. O o Oya, Oha, Oya Kodar, who's in uh, The Other Side of the Wind, his muse. She's she's in this movie. It's so kick-ass to see her and recognize her and go, Ah, I know who that is. <laughs> it's just so cool. And I'm seeing these techniques that are in the other side of the wind that are blended into this F for fake. It's almost like told in slightly a documentary format. So while I was watching that, he was using elements in that where someone will be talking and then he'll freeze the frame, but you'll still hear the sound. He was using techniques like that in a Salvador Dali uh video biography called uh, A Soft Self-Portrait, I believe. I had the VHS. I watched it so much, I would show it to students when I would substitute teach. Let's see, Soft Self-Portrait. I mean, how kick-ass. A Soft Self-Portrait of Salvador Dali, done in 1970. Like, how kick-ass that it's narrated by Orson Welles. Let's see who directed it. This totally seems Jean-Christophe Everty. That's the director. I love that he got Orson Welles in there. You know, his his. Uh, it, it seems like it's directed by Orson Welles. Just phenomenal that those guys collaborated together. My God. Then Orson Welles collaborated with, with Andy Kaufman. It'd be interesting to find out if Orson Welles was in Transcendental Meditation. That would be interesting. So, folks, this book. Okay, so this book I'm looking in, it shows, it shows, well, here it is. Dream caused by the flight of a bee around a pomegranate a second before awakening. And and that that's the name of the, of the painting on the cover here, which is this woman floating, naked woman, nude woman, floating on these rocks. And there's a pomegranate floating right there next to her. And there's the bee. You can see the little bee. And then there's a big pomegranate out there in the distance. Uh, big pomegranate. Fish is like popping out of it. And then popping out of its mouth is a tiger. And then it popping out of that mouth is a tiger. In the, in the, famous, in the back is the famous elephant with the long legs. So that's, there it is. I, 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 I turn to page, I turn to uh, page 30. Uh, you know, I turn to the section 1944. Here, I'll read it to you again. His theatrical activities are now greatly intensified, and among works of his actually staged are the Chinitas Cafe, Sentimental Col Colloquy, based on a poem by Verlaine, and Mad Tristan. He starts work on illustrations for many books, among them Maurice Sandoz's Memoirs Fantastique and his own Hidden Faces. He paints a dream caused by the flight of a bee around a pomegranate a second before awakening. So just think that, 1944. How cool is that? I picked out 44 because that's number 8. 8 is infinity, of course. Let's go through. Let's just, okay, I'm going to close my eyes. This, this goes up to uh, page, uh, 
This goes up to page 138, 39. So 139 of drawings. Close my eyes. Stop right there, okay? Ooh, this is an interesting, interesting one. This one is a, uh, like a mountain in the background. There's a silhouette of it. There's a strange-looking, sort of melting-looking horse. There's a person on the back of the horse. There's kind of a dark rainbow wave back there in the background. This one is called The Rider of Death. This is uh, diagram number 63. The Rider of Death, done in 1935. What is 35? 8, 35, infinity. Add it together. Magic number 3, 5 is synchronicity. Oil on canvas. 65 by 53 centimeters. F. Petite Collection, Paris. And over here, which is interesting, because we're talking about perspectives here. This is called Perspectives, 1936. Oil on canvas, 65 by 65.5 cm. Museum Basel. Emanuel Hoffman Foundation. These are, uh, look like lines of people lined up behind each other. Melty, melty faces. Things look melty. Just imagine if David Lynch and Salvador Dali had worked together. Wow. So it was saying in that book that things were staged. Like here's uh, number 67. White Calm, 1936, oil on wooden panel, 41 by 33 cm, Edward F.W. James Collection, Sussex. It's a woman out there just in the water. She's She's got her... Like, long bathing suit on, let's just put it that way. One piece. There's a guy on a rock back there. There's another person way back there in a boat. It's just, pow. The, the water goes into the sky. It's like they're just floating. So cool. Above it is number 66. The chemist from Figura, who is not looking for anything at all, 1936. Oil on wooden panel, 30 by 56 centimeters. Edward F. W. James Collection, Sussex. And there's a guy who looks like a chemist. He's got a goatee. It looks like he could possibly have, like, reading glasses on. He looks like a giant. And, uh... It's like he's walking upon this little tiny... seems like a village of sorts village of sorts and there's a little person back there shade lone tree there's a tree to his to behind him to his well to the left the viewers left to the right is a tree with more branches no leaves tim burton looking tree shadow rocks in the foreground the back a wispy background that was oil, oil on wooden panel. Interesting. Wow. Salvador Dali. What a guy. Been thinking a lot more about the Surrealists. Painting, it's inevitable. I will be painting, as this character, a whole series of uh, paintings, a whole arena I'm just not used to. Sort of... Uh, Satanic looking in nature, we'll just say. I guess. So, if you got any ideas for. Uh, I just saw a documentary about a guy. I know there's probably a lot of documentaries about painters, right? If I look up documentary about painter, let's see. Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch?
If has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me, Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Everything uh, ready, set up here for tonight's show at the arena. Sold out. Sold out. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve sold out. 
I think we got a, ca a capacity of 350 here. What's the capacity, Paulie? Uh, 350? That's what I heard. That's what the rumor told me. That's what I heard, too. That's what I heard in the rumor mill. The mill of rumors. The gossip around town says we, we it holds 350. Wow. You think they're going to try to pack more in here? I think so. How many more can you think? Do you think they could stick in here safely? Another 150? Well, let's hope so. Yeah, it's going to be quite the party. They cleared off your perch here, your special space. Uh, yes. For easier movement. Easier. Easier, more smooth, and probably, I would most likely say, even more dynamic movement. You believe so? I believe so too. Yes, dynamic. Did you use a lot of this little this space up here when you were, when you played up uh, up on here last time, or were there people up there? There were people. There were a couple people. Oh, interesting. So you didn't really have it to yourself. You you just uh, kamikaze right into it. Yeah, kamikaze basically. That'll probably be happening tonight too. I'm thinking. Are you already picking out places in here that you think you're going to? Uh, Surprise people yet? Um, yeah, I was thinking about these metal plates behind you, but I don't trust them. Ooh. They feel pretty sturdy. You think so? But that's just my hand on there. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I would dare you to walk across there. My prediction is there will be bars that make it Polly Shores proof, where they they stabilize things in such a way where it encourages you to hop up there. You know, maybe they'll even start putting, um, ooh, like the uh, gymnastics pads. Remember in high school, they used to have those special pads that were kind of bouncy. Maybe they'll start laying the floors with those uh, before Yali Crew shows. Then when you go out there, you got you got something to jump onto, a soft landing. Uh, yes. Do they ever let you have access to the like gymnasium when you're at school and, and you do various uh, saxophone stunts? Uh, yes. What's the last greatest acrobatic movement and/or skill that you pulled off in the uh, high school gymnasium with your saxophone? See, hanging from the rafters. Mm. And why not? You know, I mean, if they're going to instigate such such uh, dynamic behavior, one must take advantage of such a thing. I would think. I would think. It would be like it would be uh, it would be an insult to not. It's like going to um, like I, my buddy Billy. Um, He's from an Italian family, and his grandma would, when we would sleep over there, my buddy and my brother and I, she would always cook us this breakfast. She's like, oh, do you guys want eggs? Do you guys want French toast? And we would just be trying to be kind, you know, like, oh, no, no, thank you, Nana, no, thank you. But she's just like, are you sure you don't want French toast? Eventually, we're like, okay, she broke through the wall. Okay, let me, add, yeah, yes. okay, I'll have more. Yes, it's on that table right there. Yeah, near the beers. We're on a mission now to find the Yachtly Crew banner. We're gonna. Oh, there it is. I have not seen those. And so I felt like it was an insult if I hadn't, if I didn't say yes to her cooking. And then uh, so everybody won. Well, I felt like it was an insult if I said no, no, no more French toast, no pancakes. So I said, so Nana, I had to go. Yeah, Nana, I'll have more pancakes. Yeah, and then it just put a big smile on her face. More pancakes. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, you know. That's what I feel like. Uh, if you don't take advantage of the of the uh, of the of the uh, uh, affordabilities afforded to you, uh, it's like just it's like insulting them, you know. So why not? Why not? More on this later. Why not later? 
What do Gregorian chants, Indian, medieval, and 20th century minimalist music have in common? The drone, a part of musical history for thousands of years. It continues to entrance us today. Now, eight sound artists have transmuted their drones into an immersive cinematic experience. Join us for the Drone Cinema Film Festival on Saturday, January 19th at the Highways Performance Space in Santa Monica. A mesmerizing evening with cinematic tapestries woven from the drones of light and sound. For more, visit highwaysperformance.org. So, uh, I'm walking through the night here, going up to the uh, store for a couple of items. I think I might get some hot chocolate. Usually I drink my coffee. Uh, but I think it would be good if I got some hot chocolate. Um, I'll bring that back to the apartment drink that down. I've been spending the day, um, well, today's, today's the first day of 2019, by the way, so welcome, everybody, to 2019. Um, the time is now 8.01 p.m., first day of 2019. Hello. Happy 2019, huh? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Brand new year. Where are you guys from? You have an accent. Oh, yeah, we are in Ukraine. Oh, that's great. Wow, well, welcome. Welcome to, to California. I met a nice family out here uh, walking from Ukraine. Uh, they got their nice heavy gear on, which is probably something I should have on. But that's okay. I think it's a mind, it's a, you know, you got to kind of like mind over matter kind of thing. That's part of the reason why I'm getting some of this hot cocoa. But yeah, I've been... Uh, Scanning some of these Bloody Bobby documents and uh, getting them getting them tied up. My goal was to have it done by my birthday, November 24th, and then the next birth date was uh, uh, Christmas. And then the next goal was before 2019. So I've just been uh, watching... Netflix movies, uh, Orson Welles movies, uh, to get me excited about, you know, his passion for creating films and getting them out there, and, uh, me just lollygagging with getting this, uh, paperwork done, you know, getting these deliverables done, it's like, um, it's, uh, the least, oh no, you know what? the most exciting aspect of filmmaking. The most, I don't care what anybody tells you, uh, the most exciting part of filmmaking is not the writing process, it's not the acting process, it's not the camera work, the directing, or even the uh, script uh, supervising. Nope. Nope. Uh, uh, uh. The, the most favorite, exciting aspect of making those films is the post-production, all the paperwork, all the paperwork. You know, to those of you who love, who absolutely love uh, the paperwork aspect of things, those of you who are line producers, if you're a good line producer, if you're, if you're known for uh, um, being a line producer for low-budget films, then please contact me in some way I'd say the easiest way well first of all if you're here on Anchor you can find me on Inspirato Projecto if you are listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or TuneIn or Mixcloud Blueberry hello Mr. Blueberry uh, Podacy Podknife Podcast.com Overcast, Player FM, Breaker, Streaker, Stitcher, Spreaker, Stitcher, um, Podcast Republic, Radio Public, and many more, and or any of those, if you 
are listening to this on any of those, I, th- I would say the easiest way to contact me about collaborating with me on the uh, upcoming low-budget films that I'm going to be working on with Ryan McGonagall. Look up Ryan McGonagall. R-Y-A-N-M-C-G-O-N-A-G-L-E. Look him up. You can check out the movies he's worked on and is working on. Those of you who have IMDb Pro, you can check out, use the, uh, use the, uh, you know, IMDb Pro, you can see all the uh, stuff he's got in development. And, uh, yeah, in development. And, uh, yeah, you can, you can check it out. See it all. And uh, get get an idea. But yeah, if you uh, happen to be a line producer and or enjoy doing paperwork type stuff, then please, uh, you are someone I want to talk to. Someone who, you know, maybe you enjoy putting the uh, the subtitles, um, closed caption stuff. Maybe you enjoy doing the subtitles, closed caption stuff for movies. Oh, that's one of the other things too that I got to do. I've got to rewatch the movie and I got to write out every piece of dialogue so if that's something else that uh, interests you then you can uh, definitely get a hold of me for that because uh, there's no telling what other concoctions will happen in the future with uh, with this particular particular tribe of uh, wise guys Okay, we are now looking at uh, wait a second I just realized I have hot chocolate at home I just got some for Christmas isn't it interesting how sometimes when you're already in the middle of doing something when you're in the middle of doing something that you don't need to be doing and then you get that flash of insight where you realize, where you realize, oh, wait a second, I don't need to be doing this right now. You know, that's just something that, uh, that dumbfounds me. I came all the way out here. Okay, well, let's see, let's see. There must be something. Making my way over to these breakfast items. Oh, boy, donuts. Would, a question is, would I like to eat a, a, donut type product food product with my hot chocolate is that something that I I would want to do right now yes uh, we'll get we'll get back we'll get back to you later there's, there's there's a lot more at work here than we realize welcome to 2019 by the way. Good God. Welcome to 2019. Guess what I'm doing right now? Ah, remember that hot chocolate that I did not buy in the store moments ago? Wow. Well, there you have it. I'm drinking the hot chocolate that I already had here. Now, I saw a documentary called The Man Who Is Cursed with Seeing UFOs. Phenomenal documentary. This guy, Cristo, is is an extraordinary subject. This guy sees UFOs everywhere. And while this dude is out there actually recording his life, they, they encounter UFOs together. It's incredible. He's got, he's got telescopes that can see during the daytime in infrared, so he could still still see the ships up there. They respond to him. He, he takes photographs. There's a technique you can use to... T- t- uh, Utilize a snap photo of something. You put it into a program, and then the program creates it into a sound wave. This guy takes those sound waves of those specific UFOs from from stills from the videos. He will take that still photo, uh, make music out of it. Mm. He'll make music out of it. 
and uh, play it, and then the UFOs show up too. Oh man, just fascinating, fascinating story, fascinating story. Then uh, I saw A Touch of Evil, I think that's what it's called, the uh, Orson Welles movie, phenomenal. I kept second-guessing whether that was Orson Welles is the part of the the uh, police officer who walks around with the cane. I'm like, no, that's not him. Wait, that's him. No, wait, that's not him. He's such a good actor. Uh, then I saw... I'm watching a, a Monty Python documentary right now. Just been watching things that inspire me. Oh, I saw a science fiction movie. Oh, District 9. Yeah, I watched that too. I just watched that actually, right before Monty Python. Wow. It's so great to see the transition of the. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Uh, I'm going to read to you from the idea book. Oh, I think I found the page. I think I found the page. I've been looking for... Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's some here's some ideas. Here's some ideas and some stuff that has been said in the past and has been being said right now in a different uh, parallel version of it. Man who smokes with a finger cigarette ring. So I'm imagining maybe his ring it's got like a little like little placeholder there for a cigarette. So you're so. You know, heck, maybe that's a guy who owns like a head shop in a movie. He's like, oh, there we go. Big break. Let's rewind. Scene in film with a playing with cat sequence shot like an action sequence. Then I have here levitation. Oh, interesting. These are uh, contacts. Uh, Chad Sexton. Curtis Armstrong. Oh, I got his card at a uh, sci-fi film festival put on by famous monsters of filmland. And they invited, and uh, Max Neptune and the Menacing Squid, we submitted it there. And they played it there. And I had a cold, and I wore this blue alien mask to the premiere. And I believe a black cape. I think I dressed all in black, too. Unless I wore a navy pea coat. So I wore it, and all I did was go, beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. And that's the only way I'd, I'd, I'd uh, communicate. And I'd cough. <laughs> it was my way of keeping myself safe from the populace, you know, so I don't have to be coughing all over everybody. So... It was great. We'd be at the restaurant. I'd be wearing the mask. It was so fun. I didn't take that thing off that whole night. Nobody was worried, scared, bothered. My alien was very friendly. <laughs> very friendly to everybody. And uh, we had a grand old time. Walking around. Yeah, that's where I met uh, Curtis Armstrong. And then uh, Damone, Damone from 
Fast Times Ridge, uh, Manhai. Infinity is a mask. Get more canvases at Michael's. Making Oswald Lucky Rabbit cartoons. Uh, here's a character. A man who asks... Who, a man who relies on too many unstable people to get jobs done. Oh, a band called the Universities. U-N-I-V-I-R-R. U-N-I-V-E-R-S-I-T-I-E-S. I'd also spell it U-N-I-V-E-R-S-I. Ooh, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-I-T-I-E-S. Whoa, how about U-N-I-V-E-R-C-I-T-I-E-S. U and I verse cities. The, the, sing, the cities are filled with songs. Universities. Universities. It's a whole city. Universities. Ah, superhero who can make himself die at any time. Which, by the way, Philly Ocean from the Otley crew. I got, I got word that two people's grandmas died on New Year's. Grayson Kilpatrick, who is the young red-haired fella, played Lawrence, a.k.a. Chubbs, in uh, Pork Chop, actually. They call him Pork Chop. Uh, his last name is Chubbs. Yeah, Lawrence Chubbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. They call him Pork Chop. And uh, his grandma died in Philly Ocean from Yachtly Crew, a.k.a. Philip. Daniel, his grandma died too. It's such a... Wow. Imagine if we were taught. First heard this theory when I was in Columbia College. When we were working on Balm and Gilead. If you get a chance, listen back to... uh, I think I named it... Second wave of the beats, or something like that. Something like that. The beats had to do with Jamie Lee Wise, my buddy from Columbia College, Chicago. He was my. He directed me in uh, Ball and McGilead, and also a movie, a TV, uh, a play called Cart, Cart, Carto Graffiti, which is in a place called the Loft. If you ever see me, uh, ask me to see the scar and I'll show it to you during a monologue in that play I fell over and then my elbow smashed on the ground and it smashed like right on the bone and it just blood was just coming out and so it it turned out that I held on to my elbow while this blood was just coming out and it, it probably looked like an effect I just ran backstage. I wrapped it up in all this stuff. And I waited for the longest time to take it to the doctor. And uh, by the time I took it there, they they just gave me one stitch. So it kind of had like this, almost it was like either a cross or like a sword on my elbow for its scar. 
Another time I got a scar. We're doing West Side Story for, uh, I want to say it was Glen Ellen, maybe? No, 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 Glen Hill Heights. Summerfest. Summer, it's like a summer, you know, it was a play. <laughs> West Side Story that was getting put on. And uh, Phil Donlin and I, and Matt Edwards, and Anish Jetmalani. Maybe even Sean Dudley. Wow. I'm trying to think. We talked to some of these guys. We, 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 you know, we said, hey, come on, look at this. They're putting on West Side Story again. And instead of getting cast as Baby John, I got cast as Arab, his best friend this time. Oh, wait, who was it? Oh, yeah, which was originally played by Jeff Littner in the uh, Glumbard North production of that. So Anish came back as the uh, head shark, the brother. Matt Edwards came back as Riff, who Carl Carl Knudsen played the original Tony uh, in uh, Glumbard North High School. Phil... Uh, played, what did he do? Oh, he played a guy named, <gasps> what? it was, uh, oh, he had his, he had a name, it was like, Fres, Fresno? Fresno? We knew, it sounded like a name that was like a, Pico? No, no, no. It was a name, a Chicago, a, a California name that he was that character. And so we, we planned a really good fight scene. So one night, there uh, there's this scene where they simulate raping uh, Anita in the, uh, in the diner. And then I believe Officer Krupke comes and, you know, breaks it up. So they uh, they pick up uh, Baby John or Arab, Arab, yeah, uh, or something. I don't know. Past or future or present. So they picked me up and I and I toppled and I have this. Uh, I got a scar. Right near my eyebrow. You know what's so interesting? A lot of times I noticed, uh, you know, a lot of times humans like to tell their stories of things going awry, of things, bad things, bad endings. Like, oh, oh, oh. Is it that we want to make it cinematic? Is that what it is? We want it to sound as dire as possible, as drastic as possible, and then when, and then when the, uh, and then when you, and then when the uh, punchline, when you deliver that punchline, it's, uh, it is. Like, the victory, I've got through it. I went through the gauntlet. Here I am. I'm alive and I'm telling the story. And what, you know, and then the motivation is, okay, what's the motivation in telling that story? Is it, is it to, uh, is it what? What is it? Ego. Ego, that's, that must be what it is. Ego. I got to tell you this story because I want you to, I want you to hear how funny I was. I want, I want you to hear how close I, I almost died. You know, I, I want you to hear the stories of, of, uh, the actors I was in plays with. I want to drop those names. Maybe there's an opportunity. You might know one of them. Mr. Oh. M. Chef Teaspoon 
lives in Titwistle. Interesting. That's interesting. Okay, so I, I just decided to look down at this page, which is not even on the same page that I originally was reading off of. And right over here, teaspoon. Okay, in the play, Cardo Graffiti, in the beginning, in the monologue, there's a teaspoon. Talk about teaspoon. Oh, yeah. So, to get back to Jamie Lee Wise, the guy who directed me in uh, Cardo Graffiti and also uh, Balm Gilead, which, by the way, he told me that... Uh, If you ever, okay, if you ever see uh, Cusack, Joan Cusack, if you ever see Joan Cusack, say, hey, Joan Cusack, did you ever see a production of Balm and Gilead at Columbia College? And, and did you at once admit before that it was your favorite production of Balm and Gilead you've, you've ever seen? To that point in your life. And she will tell you yes. At least that's what Jamie Lee Wise told me. He told me that's what he heard. That's what he heard. Wow. Hmm. There's the chocolate. There's the chocolate. Luck mess monster. Ha! Long-haired monster who's always destroying things and being messy. Lock mess monster. He's just messy. He's not trying to hurt anybody, but he's doing a lot of damage. He really is doing a lot of damage. Let's just say he's. Uh, yeah, we're going now. We're going half seas on the population. Accidental destroy destroyations destroyations. Uh, man. Man on Skype who gets an unexpected call from himself. Oh, God, that's a good one. That's a good one. These ideas, if you, you know, if you get the idea that, hey, you know, I want to use some of these ideas, you're more than welcome to use these ideas and just include me in them. Just let me know. Send me an email. Inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Send me an email. And then I will... You know, we will, we will, we will, we will collaborate. Collaboration. Clap. I was just going to invent this phrase. Collaboration is the best form of flattery. Do you know why that is? Collaboration, true collaboration, the ensemble of collaboration. Yes, anding your way to success. I, I, that 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 sounds like that will be a book that I might write in the future, in the present tense. Speaking to you from the past. What is the meaning of life? It is what we... Oh, is what we all ask. Yeah, 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 that's right. What is the meaning of meaning of life? Uh, to experience... Uh, expansion and growth... And excitement, anticipation, when things manifest in your reality, in exciting ways, unexpected ways. What is this? Here's a quote. Actually, she has a baby in the oven, unquote. The eyes of March. The eyes of March. 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 Ooh, wow. March. Ooh, whoa. I'm getting these ideas now. Okay, so you could have this movie called March. It's these people who are all, who are all trampled to death. I would say in the nighttime. You know, maybe a, either a, a like a chameleon type of creature, just very tall, very strong. Like, like, almost like the people look like they're being stabbed up and down. You know, be like, what the hell? 
maybe the thing, maybe it's like they're like big spiders of sorts. They got like, like, like spiky arms and uh, claws and talons where they can, you know, crawl along the walls. Wow. The Eyes of March. The Eyes of March. Oh, so that's what I want to say. Okay, so March is a creature. The Eyes of March. The Eyes of March. I, I once did this uh, bit strip comic where the... Oh, yeah, yeah. So imagine like like, like this creature. It's got... It's got... It like... It, it's got like spiky... Maybe spiky legs. But maybe parts of those legs actually have eyes on them. So those eyes, they got so many eyes all over them. Maybe that's where you come up with that idea, the the uh, phrase, oh, he's got eyes in the back of his head, because that's an allusion to the idea that this person is possibly a descendant of a uh, of a March creature. The, eye, the eyes of March. John Predney at Goodhart, April 12th, 830. This uh, idea book I've been reading from, this one... Uh, started March 19th, 2004. 15 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Perry, Perry Mason. Maybe that's, uh, I'm sure people have tried to do it. A pair, like an actual pair of Perry Mason solves crimes. That would be a fun, just unapologetic movie, like a Monty Python type of movie. Just purely unapologetic. Perry Mason is a pair. Uh, here it is. Record some takes of us laughing. Continue to build it along applause for our own laugh tracks. Keep building them, adding new ones to each new video. Now, this is interesting because I actually utilized this. I could definitely say that this has come to fruition. Sometimes you'll hear some laughing, and I'm not admitting that that's a laugh track. Cloud Castle. That's, that, that seems like a fun one. Illusionate. I-L-L-U-S-I-O-N-A-T-E. Illusionate. When directing a movie, have have a sincere talk with the extras about their hopes, dreams, and possibly working with them in the future. Here's a creature, Excelsior, Excelsior Giant. Excelsior Giant. Uh, what is this? Your life is customized. I like that. Yeah, your life is customized. How would Sheldon Patinkin feel about producing a film? Please do me a favor. I was at someone's house recently, and they had the Sheldon Patinkin. Grayson, he had the Sheldon Patinkin Second City book on his shelf. Oh my God, it's 2.12 a.m. right now. How incredible is that? I'm going to finish these files. You know what? I think this is the end. Uh, okay, here's a few. Wisdom Falls. That's that's a good name for a character. Wisdom Falls. Wow. Wow. Maybe she turns to a liquid like a, like water. <laughs> Wisdom Falls. Her hair always looks like it's like, like it's like, a, she's got curly hair. I imagine it's like, it's wavy, curly, and it looks like it's just constantly moving. If she even dies of blue. Draw Ares, God of War. Oh, boy. If that's a 16-year-old assignment, like, whoa, man. I can't believe I haven't done that yet. For my buddy Todd Fredericks for his uh, his workout uh, facility. I think it's called Ares Gym. Light face. Turn the school into my mind. 
hold it. Record audio of students telling me their dreams. I put them up in podcasts. Students can remain anonymous. That would have been, that's probably something I probably would have continued with the podcasts. A character named George Clownington Clownerham. We applaud, it applauds us. Celebrate, love, laugh, share. Find the us. Find the us. I build, you build me. I build, you build me. Weirds Day. Happy Weirds Day to you. Happy Weirds Day to you. Who, me? Yes, you. Oh, oh, me? Yes, you. Happy Weirds Day to you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2019. Well, you know, I gotta say, I felt good, really good spending my first day like this. I saw Lawrence uh, August say something on Facebook. Uh, uh, he, uh, he uh he said you know i'm I, i'm going my resolution for 2019 is to uh not say a cross thing about anyone to really just really say good highlight the good things and uh, and i would like you to hold me to that in this podcast so we can all grow together in that aspect you can't uh you know how are you going to grow with Connections and moving fast, 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 getting faster than light thinking, as uh, Vince Hickey talks about. Faster than light thinking. This is his company. How can we get faster than light thinking if we're we constantly are trying to find all the differences in things, rather than highlighting all the commonalities? We just go, 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 go with that. So, please uh, hold me accountable to that. Send me audio. And uh I think I think we're gonna end this with uh let's see. We're gonna end this with a surprise song. Let's see, wait, hold on. Okay, well, you know what? We'll do this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll play uh, play the song. This is uh, one of the songs that I've created with Lawrence. And uh, we just, we just have, we just get such a kick out of creating music with each other. And, uh, It's just such a joy. So he writes up these lyrics, and then I I find melodies, and wow, this would this was just so much fun. So uh, yeah, take care and uh, think of think of some some fun things that you would like to manifest. Even if you just feel like you're just throwing the throwing the idea down a black hole, just play with that idea. Make it extremely extreme, extremely fun. You know, like, yeah, you know, this is the coolest thing, man. Wow, I could totally imagine that. And just go, throw it out like a boomerang. Just throw it like a boomerang. All right, here we go. Here is uh, Listen to You by me, Kurt Clendenin, and Lawrence August. I have risen to you.
It's ready to burn 